0: Welcome to the CISI What Works Best podcast series, produced by the Centre for Education Statistics and Evaluation, or CISI, part of the New South Wales Department of Education. This is part three of the Revisiting Gifted Education Literature Review audio paper, produced by the Centre for Education Statistics and Evaluation, or CISI.
1: And is read by Dr Ben North and Dr Karina Dennis.
0: Part two of this audio paper looked at gifted students from diverse backgrounds. Now we will look at effective strategies for gifted learners and professional learning for teachers. Let's begin. Acceleration and advanced progression. Acceleration allows students to progress to the next grade or stage of school earlier than is usual for a student of that age. This creates a closer match between student ability and the curriculum, potentially reducing boredom and increasing engagement for gifted students. Acceleration also recognises the capacity of gifted students to potentially master new content and skills faster than their age peers. A student can be accelerated by advancing or skipping an entire year across all subjects, a single subject, or by starting school or university at an age earlier than usual. For some exceptionally gifted students, acceleration by more than one year may be necessary and beneficial. Acceleration is considered one of the most effective educational interventions available to gifted students. Repeated meta-analyses and systematic reviews of the research evidence on acceleration across a vast diversity of educational settings and contexts have shown that all forms of acceleration can offer significant learning benefits for gifted students. The typical effect size of acceleration is between 0.24 and 1.62 standard deviations of learning growth, placing acceleration among the most effective educational practices. This research also confirms the lack of empirical evidence that acceleration results in negative academic or social outcomes students. These findings have been consistent across students from diverse backgrounds. Early entry to school and radical acceleration are also supported by the literature. Acceleration can be more effective when it is used earlier in a student's schooling. For students in the later years of school, access to post-school education can be vital to ensure continuing high levels of challenge. This can occur through models such as advanced placement or dual enrolment, which is completing university subjects as part of senior secondary years, or even early university entrance. Research shows that many teachers and school leaders hold negative views on acceleration, with particular concern over social and emotional issues. These attitudes are much stronger among teachers who have not completed specialist training in gifted education. However, extensive research shows that these concerns are generally unfounded. Like all educational interventions, the quality of implementation of acceleration is key to its success for gifted students.
1: Curriculum differentiation for gifted students. Curriculum differentiation occurs when teachers adapt the syllabus to meet the specific learning needs of a group of students. This may involve changes in the curriculum objectives, teaching methods, assessment methods, and or resources and learning activities. Differentiation is typically called for when students with a diverse range of knowledge, skills, and abilities are grouped together in the same classroom, but can also happen across different classrooms and programs. For gifted students, curriculum differentiation strategies aim to meet their advanced learning needs by increasing the level of challenge, complexity, depth, and learning pace. Forms of differentiation such as curriculum acceleration, extension and enrichment, and formative assessment informed learning experiences have strong potential for classroom use. Positive academic outcomes have been shown when learning experiences have been matched to the assessed advanced learning needs of gifted students. Formative assessment and student achievement data are both important sources to inform effective differentiation. Teachers who use this information are able to strengthen differentiation practice to ensure that learning is made challenging and developmentally appropriate for gifted students, not simply different. Assessment should be used to inform differentiation as part of a dynamic process to ensure that learning extends a student's level of understanding and skill through scaffolding and extension. Use of formative assessment including strategies such as pre-testing, can help identify a student's current state of mastery and learning expertise. This can help teachers use differentiation strategies, such as curriculum compacting, where less time is spent on revising already mastered content, and more time is allocated to advanced learning tasks, such as extension or enrichment activities. Research by Peters and colleagues 2017 in the United States suggests that large numbers of students may start the school year already one year or more ahead of grade level, making them candidates for curriculum compacting and faster movement through learning programs. Using these strategies will help students avoid the boredom caused by excessive repetition or slow progression through a teaching program. Research suggests that curriculum differentiation can be challenging for teachers to implement successfully, especially without sufficient training and support. The complexity of differentiation in highly diverse classrooms may require that teachers complete several tasks simultaneously, such as managing multiple groups working at different levels on different learning tasks. Some studies of curriculum differentiation for gifted students have found limited effects because of the teacher's skill and professional learning required. A study by Friedberg and colleagues 2019, showed that many teachers of mixed-ability classrooms felt they needed to set independent work for high-ability students when implementing differentiation, so that they could focus classroom time on students who are experiencing greater difficulty. This may leave gifted students with less explicit teaching time than might be beneficial. While the evidence base for aspects of differentiated teaching is growing, Research provides us with some suggestions on how to best implement curriculum differentiation. Recent studies of differentiated mathematics programs and reading programs suggest that chances of success can be optimized when learning activities and resources are pre-differentiated and targeted to specific learning needs, which also helps save time for teachers. It is important to evaluate curriculum differentiation to ensure that the impact on learning outcomes can be observed and that effective strategies are being implemented. Professional learning on strategies to implement curriculum differentiation may help teachers increase their range of skills and strategies. Further controlled studies are required to quantify the effectiveness of specific differentiation models on learning outcomes in mixed ability settings, especially compared to the potential time and resource investment by teachers and schools.
0: The earlier belief that gifted students do not need as much structure or scaffolding in their learning has been dispelled by recent research. Instead, research in cognitive science fields indicates that gifted learners benefit from explicit teaching techniques such as worked examples, scaffolding and well-sequenced learning tasks, especially in the early stages of learning a new topic or skill. Even when completing open-ended and complex tasks, A randomised controlled trial conducted by iSync, Gerson and Gillers showed that even gifted students benefit more from external structure and guidance. Gifted students may then be able to move through earlier learning stages to guided inquiry and problem solving faster than other students.
1: Ability Grouping for Gifted Programs Grouping refers to the strategy of placing students of similar ability or achievement levels together for teaching and learning purposes. Grouping can occur within a class or across classes and can be a temporary or ongoing arrangement to facilitate curriculum differentiation. Ability grouping for gifted students traditionally uses a model in which identified students are placed with other gifted students within a designated school, class or small in-class groups so that they may undertake more challenging and developmentally appropriate learning tasks than they may otherwise receive in a mixed-ability classroom. The use of grouping has attracted significant controversy and debate among educators and researchers for decades. This debate is partly philosophical, but it may also be the result of inconsistencies and gaps in the evidence base. BETS 2011, has suggested that many studies of ability grouping rely on weak research designs or observational techniques, differing understanding of terms such as streaming or grouping, or use of inconsistent definitions of ability in order to select or group students. Some studies and meta-analyses of streaming and grouping practices suffer from methodological problems which creates a need for more rigorous controlled studies.
0: An assessment of existing research suggests that ability grouping for gifted students is an effective practice, provided there is appropriate curriculum differentiation and equitable assessment processes for the group placement. Steinberg and Hugh and colleagues in 2016 found that specific ability group programs for gifted students have a moderate and statistically significant effect on academic achievement with an effect size of 0.37. Cross-grade subject grouping and within-class grouping also had moderate significant effects. Similar positive effects were found for other types of ability grouping for gifted students, such as within and across-school cluster grouping, where concentrations of students with similar ability levels are grouped within a mixed-ability class, rather than being grouped exclusively in one setting. This positive significant finding for grouping for gifted students is consistent with other major meta-analyses and reviews. Even Robert Slavin, in 1990, one of the stronger critics of ability grouping, conceded that ability grouping is justified where there is a true acceleration program, that is, an advanced differentiated curriculum provided for gifted students. A well-implemented ability group program for gifted students can be of great value with minimal impact on other learners in the same cohort. However, simply sorting and streaming students in classes based on prior achievement may have little learning impact unless significant curriculum modification is employed at the same time. Rigid systems such as tracking, which can limit the access of students to further study or career pathways, may have a negative impact on some learners unless differentiation is used and expectations of all learners remain high. As stated by Hattie in 2009, for grouping to be maximally effective, materials and teaching must be varied and made appropriately challenging to accommodate the needs of students at their differing levels of ability. Differentiated learning experiences and specialist trained teachers in gifted grouped settings are shown to be important. The research literature offers mixed conclusions regarding the socio-effective outcomes of ability grouping. Some research describes positive effects on self-esteem or self-concept for all learners in gifted ability grouped contexts, particularly where programs are in place to address any concerns with grouping. A recent study of US college students found higher levels of well-being and fewer students demonstrating psychological concerns among students in academically demanding honours programs when compared to a regular student group. In contrast, other research suggests that grouping gifted learners together in classes can have effects on the academic self-concept of some gifted students, as they are no longer the big fish in a little pond. Not all gifted learners may be affected by these peer comparison effects. Miracle Gross in 2001 found that some gifted learners could suffer a dip in their self-concept once placed in academically selective settings, but self-concept and esteem improved to healthy levels once students adapted to their new surroundings. While some gifted students may be suited to and enjoy an ability-grouped environment, it is possible that others may prefer to be the big fish. A range of gifted programs and flexibility of student movement in groups can help to address this, as well as giving students and parents options. Karen Rogers in 1993, in an off-sighted quotation, concludes that, it is likely that there are many personal, environmental, family and other extraneous variables that affect self-esteem and socialization more directly than the practice of grouping itself.
1: Enrichment and extracurricular programs. Enrichment and extension programs are a common feature of many gifted education programs in Australia. Extension programs typically seek to increase the depth and challenge of learning within the same year context, while enrichment programs seek to broaden the learning experience by applying learning to new and different contexts. These learning programs offer the opportunity for like-minded students to work together on challenging learning that may not be offered elsewhere in the regular school week. Extracurricular programs seek to support and augment classroom-based learning and may offer extension and enrichment in specific activities such as debating, student leadership, sport and technology programs. Enrichment has been shown to be generally effective as an educational practice. Research by Wallace 1989, found that the experience and specialist training of teachers made a significant difference to the efficacy of enrichment programs. Teachers with several years experience and training in teaching gifted students had much greater effects than those with no or limited experience. Some other learning benefits have been identified in control trials, where students participating in enrichment programs demonstrated greater creativity, creative thinking and verbal fluency. Positive career and social outcomes have also been observed in short and long term studies, with positive responses from parents and students. Extracurricular programs are a common feature of Australian gifted education programs. These programs can vary widely in their features and application, but generally seek to extend a student in an area of interest or talent that may lay outside the more traditional learning experiences of the classroom and curriculum. Research into the efficacy of extracurricular programs is generally limited. One Australian study on maths competitions and gifted students found that, if incorporated into a well-planned maths program, these competitions can extend and motivate gifted students by enhancing students' self-directed learning skills, team building skills, and student self-satisfaction. Recent research into enrichment competitions demonstrates the potential benefits and positive experiences for gifted students in terms of problem solving, resilience, motivation, engagement, and social connections.
0: Professional learning. The quality of professional learning available for teachers is an important factor in supporting the talent development of high ability learners. As gifted education is a highly technical area with a large research base, successful programs in schools need to be supported by specialised training. In particular, Each of the demanding and challenging teaching practices involved with differentiation, assessment, grouping, identification and acceleration has been shown by research to be implemented more effectively by teachers with specialist study in gifted education. These teachers also tend to hold higher expectations and their gifted students may achieve better results when compared to other teachers without similar training. Teachers who have completed specialist training or advanced studies have been found to be more effective in meeting the needs of gifted students. This includes evidence of greater utilisation of effective teaching strategies with substantial effects on both teaching practice and student results. Studies of teachers whose students achieved outstanding school results have shown that these teachers had specific skills and practices that helped to promote an optimal environment for high-level learning and academic performance. Research also shows that specialist-trained teachers can be more effective in identifying gifted students and creating challenging learning experiences than those who have not received training. Research into gifted student perspectives on their teachers also shows that students can recognise and appreciate teachers who are more engaging and more effective at teaching them on account of their training. Despite these factors, study in gifted or high-ability education is not a mandated part of pre-service teacher education courses, and very few Australian university schools of education require it as a mandatory degree component. Specialist training or additional qualifications are not usually required for appointment to a specialist or selective school program, despite research strongly supporting its implementation. For teacher professional learning to be implemented effectively, strong school leadership organisational structures and whole school program support is needed. An Australian study by Jolly and Peters in 2018 suggests that school leadership and organisational structures may be critical factors to ensure that teachers implement change practices as a result of their professional learning.
1: Conclusion. For Australia to lead in the knowledge economy of this century, we need a culture of excellence where high achievement is expected and challenge is celebrated. There is strong evidence to suggest that greater use of effective, evidence-based practices is needed to ensure that gifted students have the right opportunities to reach their educational potential. Studies in Australia and comparable international contexts indicate that some existing gifted education programs and strategies have not had the desired impact on achievement outcomes and have missed many gifted students from disadvantaged backgrounds. A review of recent research strongly suggests purposeful talent development programs incorporating evidence-based effective practices and explicit teaching are needed to optimize the achievement and talent and development of gifted learners. A review of recent research strongly suggests purposeful talent development programs incorporating evidence-based effective practices and explicit teaching are needed to optimize the achievement and talent development of gifted learners. Strategies such as academic acceleration, purposeful gifted student programs, enrichment and extension are needed to extend and challenge students with high academic potential. We especially need to work towards closing excellent gaps in achievement for gifted students from disadvantaged groups who may rely more heavily on schools to provide programs for talent development. Use of formative assessment and student achievement data will help inform the teaching and learning cycle so that gifted students are appropriately challenged. To achieve this, teachers and school leaders need to be equipped with the most recent research evidence on what works best for gifted learners, coupled with examples of effective practice from high-achieving and high-growth schools. Teachers and schools must plan for and evaluate the efficacy of their school programs with student achievement in mind and work to address issues of pervasive underachievement and excellent gaps. Ensuring that teachers are equipped with the skills to extend and challenge gifted learners at both pre-service and in-service points of professional development will help to maximise outcomes. Assessing the learning needs of a broad range of learners will help. Although no small challenge, Taking these steps to rethink gifted education will help to create a situation where all learners, regardless of their background, have the greatest opportunity to achieve excellence.
0: That concludes our audio version of this publication. To read the full Revisiting Gifted Education literature review, please visit the CESE website at cese.nsw.gov.au. You've been listening to the CZ What Works Best podcast series produced by the Centre for Education Statistics and Evaluation, part of the New South Wales Department of Education. For more great podcasts and publications on effective practices in education, visit the CZ website. Be sure to subscribe to the CZ newsletter and follow CZ on Twitter at NSWCZ.